Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development, such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. Armando and Kelsey here with you. And today's episode, I am very excited about what we're going to be talking about today, just because it's something new and exciting for both Kelsey and I, mostly for Kelsey, just because it's something huge, something that we, this is actually, we talked about a, a big, a big, big things happening in a couple episodes ago that were going to really change our lives and we can finally open it up to everybody. We can finally let everybody know what we've been working on and drum roll, please. My wife, Kelsey, is finally doing her training, her coaching full time. Her last day for her from her job, her nine to five job, eight to five job that we all have was Friday. Actually, seven to four. Seven to four. <laughs> this is probably the scariest but most exciting thing that we have done in our adult lives. I think. For sure, for me. Yeah, so I'm terrified. Yeah, this is super scary. But you know what? For us to grow, we have to do scary things. And we have to really step out of our comfort zones. So today we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about some of the experience that Kelsey has gone through this last year and a half that we've been preparing for this, and some of the some of the adversity that we faced, and some of the and some of the like self doubt that was placed in 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 herself and me being there to help her. And then we're also going to be talking about a goal check. We are six months into this new year, 2021. The country is finally starting to open up a little bit more. So if you sat down beginning of this year and you created goals, this is your sign that you should be looking at those goals again and figuring out exactly where you are to see if you're on pace to hit those goals by end of year. I think we should talk about that first, just because I think that's a, it's an important thing for us to because I feel like this is more like the educational portion. Sure. The rest is going to be yeah. more my personal. You are going to get some value because I'm going to talk about some things that I went through mentally to get to this point. Some things that we kind of went to through together as a couple. All of that. But I think touching on the goals is a good point first yeah. here. So it's really important for us to constantly be touching base on the commitments that we've made, because if we aren't moving in the right direction, we need to readjust our expectation, readjust our habits, whatever it is that isn't working. We have to, we have to figure that out. The only way to know if something's not working is to sit down and think about it. Am I actually getting closer to my goals or was I just really excited in the beginning and I made these really unrealistic goals for myself or I didn't create a clear enough plan to execute on? So you have to evaluate. You That's the thing with goals. You have to constantly be, be evaluating touching in with yourself. How am I doing towards this? Being real with yourself. Nobody is going to do it for you, right? Nobody. And if, well, unless you had a accountability buddy that you, you know, touched base with on your goals, then you might have somebody who's reminding you of it. But most of us, 
for the most part, even if you do have an accountability buddy, they maybe aren't on that dream or goal working towards it or, you know, kind of like touching base with you as much as you should be touching base with you in regards to your goals. So this is just a good time for you to sit down and say, okay, how are they going? What's realistic for me? We are six months through the year at this point, And how, how much closer am I to these goals than when we started? How did I set too many goals? I think that's a really popular one that is, yeah. is that people set too many goals because they're like, oh, I can do all of this. Well, can you really do all of that while living regular life? Because especially now that like Armando th- said, things are opening up again. And so I feel like we're having more parties, like weddings are happening again. People are just out and about a lot more. And so we're not just sitting at home with all this extra time. So touch base with yourself and sit down and look at those goals. Hopefully you don't have to sit down and look at them too far because hopefully you hung them up somewhere so that they're a visual reminder. Because I also think that's very important. Mm -hmm. And look at them and say, okay, where am I in you know, in regards to the halfway point to a lot of these goals. And maybe some of your goals, you put an earlier date than just year end and you've already crushed some of them. Okay, cool. Are you moving and grooving through your goals so fast that maybe you can set some additional goals? Mm -hmm. There's no reason that you should just coast the rest of the year. If you've gotten them done early, think about all that lost time. And so touch base in either direction where you're sitting and say, okay, what can I do differently? Maybe what, what was something that I thought was a big priority for me this year, but maybe that's going to be a next year goal because I was a little bit aggressive and taking all of this on or things could have changed for you like me, where I have just had not a complete career change because I was already doing it, but I am shifting gears in my career. And so that really changes things for me for the rest of the year, right? So what do I want to do differently? Even for myself, this would be a good touch point for me to sit down and go, okay, what are my goals for the year? And how does this career change for me? Change those goals. Do I have more time for some additional goals? Or can I move the deadlines up on some? What does that look like for you? So I think it's really important to evaluate those. Yeah, definitely. I mean, right now is a perfect time. So like Kelsey said, like at the beginning of the year, if you wrote these down in the journal, go dig that journal up. If you if you put it somewhere and be like, wow, crap, it's already this this far into this year. I need to look at them and reevaluate and look at it. And and if you did set your goals and you've already crushed them, like Kelsey said, is like, don't coast the rest of the year. Maybe you didn't set aggressive enough goals. This is your opportunity to be like, this, I did this. Now let's see what I can do for the rest of the year. Because a lot of us set financial goals at the beginning of the year, weight loss goals, fitness goals, health goals, relationship goals. Ask yourself, where am I with the goals that I set for myself? This is halfway through this 12-month year. You should be halfway to your goals if you set year-end goals. And if you're not, what can you do differently? What have you been doing? And if you have you been doing anything at all? Because that's really important. A lot of the times, we set these goals for ourselves thinking that we're going to crush it. Like, For example, maybe even reading 15 books this year when you've never read books in your life or you've never really been consistent with reading books and you said, I'm going to read 15 books this year. Ask yourself, are you about seven and a half books in? You might not be, and that's okay. 
this is a, this is a perfect time to reevaluate that and be like, okay, maybe I need to change this goal. Maybe that was really aggressive. And let's let's I got six months left. I wanted to read 15 books. Let me try to read three books by the by year end. Don't give up because you're halfway through the year being like, well, the year's done. I didn't achieve that goal, so I'm just going to scratch it off. Readjust your goal readjust it and refocus your attention on that because if your attention is not on those goals where is it where is it going who are you giving this attention to the most important person is yourself if you're not taking care of yourself you're not taking care, taking care of yourself physically mentally then nobody else is going to nobody else mm-hmm. is going to take the time to really be like hey how are you doing and they, they may ask you that but are they really dedicating the time that you would dedicate to yourself and i think it's really important to like touch base on that because something that happens is we're really motivated. Motivation is like, you guys have heard me say this, it's fake. It's not something that's here to stay. It's not something that's consistent. It's dedication that's going to get you to your goals. Motivation is what we have when we sit down and set these goals, Mm -hmm. right? So we're aggressive, we're fired up. But real life isn't like that all the time. I don't know about you, but I don't wake up every day like ready to do a, you know, to-do list of 15 things. That's just not realistic. And so in regards to setting our goals, a lot of times we'll set really aggressive goals and then we just get really discouraged Definitely, because we're not moving towards them. And it's like, oh, well, this is, it's never going to happen. I'm not going to reach any goals. Well, that's also not the attitude to have in it because whether you're right or wrong, you're right. Mm Mm-hmm. You will, because if you don't think you will, you won't. Exactly. And so we have to be real with ourselves and say, okay, maybe that 15 book goal, like that's what I really wanted to do. But this, this, and this has happened this year. And I'll also say this, I've, I've told my clients this and a couple of them are like, oh my gosh, this was a really big aha moment for them is I tell them that, Hey, you are the only person that actually knows. You can tell me these things. I'm not following you around. I don't know if this is just an excuse or if this is actually a, you know, speed bump for you. For example, oh, well, I couldn't go to the gym this week because of this. Okay, was that real? Or are you just telling me and yourself that to try to kind of brush it under the rug? Mm -hmm. I don't know you know, more than anybody, you know, is this a real, is this a valid reason or is this an excuse? Only you know. Okay. So you have to be real with yourself, whether you choose to actually stop and think about being real with yourself or not, you, you, you know, and you're not going to get better unless you're willing to have kind of that hard conversation with yourself. But when we're evaluating these, we have to say, okay, what was, you know, what's happened this year? Oh, well, I had this happen. I had this happen. I took on these extra projects at work. Maybe, you know, maybe if I hadn't have done those things, I really could have done 15. But the rest of the year is looking probably like this, this, and this. Maybe I'll do three books for the rest of the year. Then back to goal setting, sit down, make a list of these goals that you want to achieve for the last six months and say, okay, what is my plan to execute on these now? Literally take it from like completion and you basically backtrack. Okay, I want to read three books in six months. So that's one book every two months. Okay, cool. So what books do I want to read? 
look through, figure out what three books you want to read. Okay, is it realistic? Are you going to read three Harry Potter books for the rest of the year? Those books are huge. Probably not. If you couldn't read six books, that's probably not realistic. Okay, cool. What if I read one Harry Potter and two shorter like self-development books? Great. Okay, what is a step that I can take right now to get me to that goal. Well, what if I just go on and I order these books right yeah. now so that I constantly see them and that's my reminder. Okay, what else can I do? I can order the book and then I can set a reminder in my phone for, okay, what time of day do I want to read every day? How much are, am I willing to commit? Well, I know that Monday through Thursday is probably realistic. I'm probably not going to read my book on the weekends. So I'm going to set a reminder okay, I probably should read my book right before bed. So I'm going to re set a reminder every night at 830 to read one chapter in my book. Okay, does that make sense? Am I going to be able to accomplish this looking at the books that yes, okay, I can read a chapter a night, and I'm going to finish my three books for this year. I'm going to have the visual reminder of having them on my nightstand. I'm going to hang my goals up so that I see them every day. I have my reminder, I ordered my books, that is a plan for success to achieve those goals. Okay, but again, kind of like half a step back here is you are the only one that's going to know was that an excuse or was that a valid reason? Okay, and how do I need to readjust to move forward and achieve this goal? Because nothing is more motivating for goal setting than achieving goals. And if you're setting unrealistic expectations for goals, that's just going to deter you from even setting goals in the future because you're just going to tell yourself, well, I've never achieved goals. So why would I start now? Well, you probably haven't had realistic expectations or created an actual plan to execute on that's going to make it successful. And that's truly, truly, truly one of the biggest things, guys, is like you have to plan for it. And I probably beat this like a dead horse because I'm a big, big planner. But if you don't have a plan in place, you're not going to execute on it. We, human nature, we crave consistency. We crave kind of, um, we crave like this knowing what's going to happen. Okay. Well, if you think that you're not going to do it, you're not going to do it. If you make a plan, you're more likely to follow that plan than if you were just going to wing it. Okay. Because we don't just wing things that we want really bad for our future. I don't know about you, but if I talk to any millionaire out there, I almost guarantee they probably weren't winging everything exactly. to get them to that point. They had some type of plan that they were executing on. You know, maybe somebody out there has had amazing success like that, but the odds are not in your favor. So you have to create just such a big, easy to follow plan that literally, okay, what is something I can do today to get me one step closer to that? Whether it be setting the alarms, ordering the book, whatever that looks like, do something today, literally today, that's going to help you feel like, okay, I'm starting to get some momentum here because momentum will just kind of build on itself compounds. and that's how you get going and that's how you stay going. So this is a perfect time for you to sit and reevaluate. Maybe you literally set, maybe it, you at the beginning of the year, you set three goals and you're miserably failing at all of them. Great. Now, you know, hey, I need to start even smaller than I thought I did. And that's great because you know what? That's not failure. That's an answer. That's a rerouting. That just means like, hey, I, I'm not there yet. Yet is like the key word though. 
It's not that you'll never be there. It's just you're not there yet. So what's one thing I can do? Because then maybe I get that done come October and I can go back to my early year goals and start on the second goal, right? And being done with one and a half goals is better than being done with zero out of my three yearly goals. Yeah. Don't write the, don't write the rest of the year off. Don't look at it like, well, the rest of them halfway through this year, I'm just going to just, I'm just going to start focusing on next year because this year is written off. No, you, you can accomplish so much in this, in this next six months. You just have to believe in yourself. And, and the big thing that like Kelsey was saying is like, don't cheat on yourself. Don't cheat on yourself and cut corners and tell yourself, well, next time I'll do this. Well, next time I'll do this. No, do something right now that's going to move the needle. Do something right now that's going to make you grow. Do something right now that's going to help your relationship, your finances, your fitness, your health. Do something right now because I guarantee that if you look at your goal and you look at something there, you will find just the smallest little thing that you can change right now. It doesn't take huge, huge things happening to start to start moving this wheel. It's the little things. You got to start pushing just little by little until this wheel starts moving. Life and goals, they're huge. They're big, depending on what you want. You have to be able to start moving that. It's like a big boulder that you're pushing uphill. It's difficult. And a lot of people quit because of that. But I guarantee that it, the, the more you push this and you don't give up, you will start getting that momentum. Once momentum starts rolling, that's where the wins happen. That's where the confidence gets built. And I know all of us can always work on our confidence. So mm-hmm. give yourself wins to build your confidence. Yeah. Confidence comes from doing the things that you said you were going to do. It comes from actually following through. It comes from achieving things. It comes from feeling like you had something be successful. It comes from proving yourself wrong because maybe you've always kind of failed at these type of things and then you you actually prove to yourself that you can do it and all of a sudden there's this kind of well then why haven't I been doing this all along well what else can I do and then you just kind of keep going you build that momentum again so I think it's really important and it's I think it's just just as equally important not to look at it as a fail if you're not achieving your goals so far this year you're not failing it's just an answer of what wasn't going to work. This didn't work. Maybe I was too aggressive or maybe I didn't create a clear enough plan or maybe this year life has really just handed me a shit plate and I'm just struggling. Okay. So what can we do so that I can start building that momentum back up? You have to sit down and reevaluate. You have to touch touch base with yourself. Where am I at for this year? Guys, even more so than achieving the goals, it's building the confidence. It's feeling proud of yourself. It's working on yourself mentally because if we're just stuck in a rut or we're stuck in this negative place, nothing's going to pull you out of that more than having something amazing happen, like achieving a goal or doing something you didn't think you could do or getting out of your comfort zone. Nothing will make you feel better. And Nothing matters if you're in a bad place mentally, I'll tell you, because I've been there. And it's hard. It's hard to be there. It's hard to feel stuck there. And it feels so good to do things that you never thought possible. And I guess this kind of transitions us right into what I was going to talk about. And what Armando already mentioned was that 
I have left my job and I'm working full time for myself now. And Kelsey Teddy Fitness is in full effect, full swing, full time. Nothing. I mean, and this has been, like I said, this has been a process in the making. This isn't something that we decided to do from one night to another. No, we've actually been working at this for the past almost two years. It'll be two years this fall when it initially started. This is this has been the ultimate goal. This has been the goal for her to leave her her regular job to be a full time entrepreneur, a full time business owner, and not only that, but a full time coach that she can help other women. She's done an amazing job helping all of this all these women, and a few men. working working full time and doing her doing fitness, Kelsey Teddy Fitness on the side. Kelsey Teddy has been her part time job. So I am beyond excited to see her accomplish so much more because she'll be able to do this full time and be able to help so many more women. It's really exciting, but it's been absolutely terrifying. When I first started Kelsey Teddy Fitness, I didn't really know. I didn't know what was going to happen. I just did it because it was a passion. It was something that I loved. One thing that I told Armando is I never want to do this for the money. I want to do this from a good place. I want to do this because it's something that I'm really excited to do. You know, you always hear that saying of do something you love and you'll never work a day in your life. It's mm-hmm. something to that yep. effect. I don't know the exact quote. I think that's pretty close. But that's how that's how I felt. And to be honest, to kind of backtrack, I guess, when Armando and I got together, he was pursuing firefighting. And his passion for this was so deep. And we've talked about it on prior episodes, but for somebody who maybe hasn't listened to that story, I'll give you kind of like the the quick version of it. But we got together, Armando moved back to the Wenatchee area to live with his parents for a little bit and really pursue firefighting. And so he took a step down from management with AT&T, became a sales rep so that he could focus more of his attention on firefighting. So that's when we met when he moved back to the Wenatchee area and, you know, everything us happened. We got married. Great. He's working on firefighting through this whole process. One day he comes to me and he goes, you know, and he was working at AT AT&T making very good money. He was the breadwinner in our home. And, uh, even as a sales rep, I was managing at a bank and he was still making more money than I was. And, He came to me and said, I have this crazy idea and I want to quit my job and I want to work seasonally and go to school in my off season. So not only did this mean cutting his pay completely in half, our breadwinner in our home, but this also meant we were going to have to pay for school when he wasn't working. And so this was a really big financial decision for us as a couple and this was i think our first year of marriage wasn't it yeah was it our first or second year i left uh maybe our second year we got married in 2015 and i left yeah that's well yeah i guess the conversation happened our first year of marriage but Mm -hmm. i think it was like right before our uh one year anniversary that you actually were done at Mm -hmm. AT Mm at&t and it was It was an, even though I was absolutely terrified, it was an easy decision because I knew how much this meant to him and seeing how much he loved it and what a burning passion that he had for this. 
I couldn't say no. I said, okay, let's do it. Let's, let's plan for this. We really like really dialed in our finances, paid off our car, just we grinded to make this happen. We made it happen. We, you know, not many people can take a, like, it was like a 30 plus K annual pay cut for us. So that's a huge chunk of money Mm -hmm. that, you know, we lost out on, but we survived. We did great. We, we did amazing. We made things work. So then, you know, watching him go through this process and he's applying because he's working wildland seasonally, working on his fire science degree in the off season and applying at jobs and getting declined, testing, you know, not doing great on all those tests, interviewing, not getting hired, just walking, watching him go through this process and basically watching him have such a passion for something that literally everything is telling him no, kicking him in the chest, you know, just not, I don't want to say failure, but no after no after no after no. And he still, he loves it enough to get back up and keep trying. And that to me was so, one, it was, it was amazing for me to watch that and know like, okay, you know what, we made the right decision for him to quit his job and for us to do it because we were making it without it. And he was every, every time he was getting a little bit closer, even though it was a no, he was, it was just a rerouting, just like I mentioned. It's a learning opportunity. It is. And every time he learned from it. And two, I was watching going, wow, how amazing to love something so much that you feel like it's just telling you no over and over again and you still get up and keep moving for it. I didn't know what that felt like. I, I don't know why I'm getting emotional right now. I didn't know what that felt like. And then just like watching that whole thing, I was like, I want that. I want that for myself. And I didn't know what that was for me. I was feeling unfulfilled. And I think watching him go through it so closely, obviously, was a big contributor to that because I was like really reflecting on that. Like, what do I love so much that I will, no matter what, just keep failing forward for? What what do I love that much? You know? And here I was, I thankfully had, you know, worked my way up. I, you know, right out of high school. So in high school, I worked at a coffee stand. I worked at Subway. And then out of high school, I worked at Subway, worked myself up to management. Then I got into banking after Logan was born, literally worked my way all the way from the bottom in banking to the top in being a branch manager, all of that just through experience. I was then going to school also. I wanted to be a teacher and then I got ended up getting um, hired on at Northern Fruit where I just left. Well, I'm I'm not there anymore Monday through Friday or anything, but I'm on call for a while for them. So I'm still actually employed there, but just not on a regular basis because I'm they're letting me just kind of be on call status so I can focus on my business. But then I worked, you know, they hired me for sales and then there was somebody who retired after 27 years in their accounting, grower accounting. So then I did that. So literally all of my positions and through this process, I was going to school, paying out of pocket, working full time, all of that. 
I ended up looking at it and going, wow, if I become a teacher, I'm actually going to take a pay cut at this point. And I was paying out of pocket. I was not doing any student loans for my schooling. And so I quit going to school and just continued to pursue, pursue my career. And through all of this, you know, I love teaching. I love, 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 love having people learn from me. I love just actually, I love the process of teaching people and training people and all of that. I don't know. It's a lot of fun. A lot of people don't like that because it's hard. You're having to adapt to different type of learning styles and everything like that. But I just love teaching people things and watching them blossom and being like literally the smallest part in that journey or in that process for them. That's really exciting for me. And that's kind of why I pursued teaching. So going through all of this, watching him go through it, I was just feeling like I said, I wasn't fulfilled. I was like, I'm not using my potential. I'm just not, you know? And my friends for a long time had been telling me, you know, I really kind of fell into fitness shortly before Armando and I started dating. I dabbled in it, but I wasn't, I would not call myself committed at that point. It was just like a it would come and go in waves type situation. But then when him and I got together, he was really into fitness. And so I was like, okay, cool. So that was kind of my love language is quality time. So we would go to the gym together and I just loved it. He taught me so much and I was like, I like this enough to like start doing research on my own. So then I started doing that and then started going to the gym with my girlfriends and kind of writing our workouts and helping them and everything. And they would always joke with me and tell me, we're going to get you a shirt that says trainer because you're our trainer. And they saw my passion for it. And so they really kind of sparked it and kept telling me like, why don't you do this on the side? And I just really brushed it off for a long time because I, I was like, I don't want to work at a gym. I don't want to. That's not what I see myself doing. And so brushed it off, brushed it off, got my first online coach and then started to think like, well, I couldn't see myself working at a gym, but I could see myself doing this. So then it just kind of sparked my interest. And then I continued to really push in the health and fitness and do more and more research. And then I was like, maybe I'll I'll just try this. I'll give it a shot. I really enjoy it. So worst case, I get more education. That's pretty good worst case. That's pretty good. Yeah, for sure. And so then it just became like a, well, what if I tried to do this as a side hustle? You know, what if I just dabble in this? So then we kind of talked about it and started the business. And like I said, I told Armando, I never want to do this because of the money. I want to like truly find something that I'm passionate about. Because again, I wasn't feeling so fulfilled. I just didn't feel like I was using my full potential, I guess, in a sense. And people who know the Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram three and I'm, that's the achiever. So I find my value in my achievements and I wasn't achieving, you know, when I was in banking, I was working my way up the ranks the whole time. I was always working on the next promotion and that was motivating to me that that was filling my cup at the time. Well, then I got, you know, I went to Northern and I didn't move up the ranks, I wouldn't say, but just kind of like took a different route because they needed to have somebody fill this accounting position. And, but it was just, that's where I was. 
and I wasn't really, you know, I kept, I would take on more projects. I would take on different tasks. I, I love helping. I didn't mind, but it just at some point wasn't filling my cup. And like I said, I really think back and I think it's because I was watching what Armando was doing and how passionate he was. And I didn't have that same passion. So I started Kelsey Teddy Fitness, you know, just kind of on a whim too. And like, I could go down like a whole story with like, you know, I kind of asked my mom one day and my mom had passed and I went to her grave and was like, mom, I'm just not feeling like, I feel like I'm in a life rut. I felt like I was having like, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Like a midlife a crisis, midlife crisis in my twenties. And, you know, for whatever reason, after going and visiting my mom, I felt so sure I need to start this. I have to do this. I have to try it because what's the worst that could happen, you know? So I did and the business has just blown up and I never really, I didn't expect it to, but I'm also not surprised because I know myself and I'm very much so if I want something, I'm going to get it. Like, you tell me I'm not going to get it, watch me. Now I'm going to get it twice Mm -hmm. type situation. And so it's just gotten to the point where it's like, I have to try this. I have to pursue this. And thankfully, you know, my work has been very supportive. They, you know, knew about my business and the the, um, manager, he was like, you know, when you're ready to pursue this, just keep us in the loop. And so I did, I let him know, uh, two or so months ago, like, Hey, I think after, cause like right now is our cherry season there. And I knew that's our busy time. So I told him, you know, I'll work through cherries. So I gave him a long time. And, um, so they, we were in, you know, we were in discussion about it. So it wasn't a surprise to them or anything. And, so I got to stay and train my replacement and that's why I'm kind of going to be on call, like just touching base with them and stuff. So everything's just kind of like all the stars are aligning. I'm so excited about it. But guys, if I can tell you anything, it's this shit is hard. It is not for everybody. It is not, you know, it's just really hard. But I think it's been a buildup process for you. It's it is really hard for anybody to start a business. It's because yeah. it's it's the unknown. It's it's challenging. But what the difference that you've done is you've been slowly moving in the direction. You've slowly been moving that boulder yeah. in the direction that you want to go with. If you were to if you were to tell me like if we didn't have any of this anything in, in place and we would have been like, hey, I'm going to be a trainer tomorrow, that would have been terrifying because we didn't have anything. We, your mentals, your, your your mentality for growing a business wasn't going to be there. No. But you've had a year, almost two years to really mentally get prepared for this, to yeah. grow through this process. And that's the biggest thing. It's Sometimes it's not achieving your goal that's fulfilling. It's actually the process that's taking you to get to that goal. That's where the learning happens. That's where the growing happens. And that's where some of, some of us need to look at those, those trials, those tribulations, those failing forward during the process that's where you're growing it's mm-hmm. not when you achieve your goal you can't tell yourself when i achieve my goal is when i've made it is when i've when i've done it you've actually done it the entire time yeah. you've been growing through that process for me i got hired on it took me almost five years to get hired on and i grew through that process achieving my goal was super fulfilling but where i grew the most was those five years of, of yeah. getting those doors closed getting those no's and learning and getting a little bit closer every single time and that's what all of you listening need to do this is 
find a goal, find a passion, find something that lights your soul on fire, set that goal. Like we always say is, is, is a goal without a date is just a wish. So you need to put a date on it. You got to the end of the year to figure this out. So you need to, you need to put this on paper and tell yourself by the end of the year, I'm going to achieve this. And then just be mentally prepared that you're going to grow from it's now until hard. then. And it's going to be difficult, but it's not impossible. Mm-hmm. And just some of the takeaways that I was thinking of when we were talking about recording this episode is one guys, if you're uncomfortable, you're in a good place. Yep. It, it, it's hard. It's really difficult. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I've cried. I can't tell you how many times I've wanted to quit. I almost shut down my business last fall, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and I wouldn't be having this moment today, you know, of being able to say like, wow, I'm actually doing it. I'm my own boss. I'm doing something that a lot of people won't do. I'm, I'm fighting the current. I'm doing, you know, some people, you know, and I'm sure a lot of people even now, they don't know the industry of online fitness coaching. And so even, even my family, I feel like when I told them, they were like, Ooh, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Like they had no idea, but as they've watched me do this, they're like, wow, like this is actually a real thing. Like she's actually doing this. And av- as they've kind of trusted it a little bit more, asked more questions. They're like, wow. But there was a lot of doubt looking at me when I was talking about this because they didn't understand it. It's not everybody's job to understand your dream. That's not their job. So you're going to have a lot of people who are going to look at you like maybe you're a little crazy or that's probably not a real business or Mm -hmm. what's your plan like with that? Is there really any money to be made there type situation? That's also normal. So being uncomfortable, being pushed out of your comfort zone, normal. Regular breakdowns, also normal. (laughs) Um, People doubting you and not really understanding your goals, also normal. It's not their job to understand. But my family has seen me just feel so fulfilled and get so excited and have all of these achievements and these wins that I share with them through my business of like, you know, something that I had forgotten I had done and I didn't tell my grandparents was, oh, I gave a presentation at a business the other day and this and that. And they were like, what you did? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, that's so cool. You know, and that, that's just, you know, watching them watching me go through this. They're like, oh, wow, this is actually like a real deal. And, you know, I know my, my grandpa is my hero. Like I love him with my whole entire heart. He's like my, what would you call him? I don't know. I don't know, my person. Yeah, he's your person. <laughs> You're my person also, Beans. But he's like, I just my hero, I guess, would be the yeah, person. That's, that's the title. That's what it is, yep. He's my hero, and I know he had so much doubt. He's very conservative. You know, he's a baby boomer, okay? Yeah, he's from a different generation. Yeah, and so me telling him that, about this, I could I could sense the, you know, he wanted to protect me. You know, that's what they want to do, okay? I sense that. Well, he's watched me go through this. I've talked about my business. I've talked about the achievements. I've, you know, shown him all of these things over time. And the other day I went over to their house after my last day at Northern and my grandpa was telling me, he's like, I've been thinking about you all day. All I thought today was like, what a big day for her. What an achievement for her. And I could just see that he was proud of me and that he was excited for me. And if I would have 
you know, a year ago done this, I wouldn't have got the same reaction. But it's not about others. It's about you. Guys, life is too damn short to do anything other than live the dream. And everybody's dream is going to look different. So don't talk down on people for whatever lights their soul on fire. Okay. It's about making yourself happy. And nobody knows how to make you happy more than you know how to make you happy. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be scary. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be a crazy ride. But I promise you, you will always find a way. And just like when back when Armando was following his passion and we took that huge pay cut, that was very scary. Here, a family of four were living in a tiny two-bedroom house. You know, we weren't barely making it. We were doing just fine. We were actually blowing a lot of money, to be honest. And like, now that I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, think if we would have been investing money back Mm -hmm. then, you know, but I mean, we can't dwell on that, but Like that was very scary in that moment for us, but we found a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. And just like now, I'm absolutely terrified. I'm completely terrified. Unknown territory. It is. I mean, it's it's you know where you you know what you're walking into, but the unknown part is now you're it's on you. This business is on you. And yeah. I mean it's on us. You you definitely you know you got me like 155% always always pumping you up and picking you up. And it's that's that's what it is. It's the unknown territory, guys. If you've ever done something difficult or something challenging, it's because it's probably unknown. Jumping off a dock for the very first time. It's scary the first time, but I guarantee the second time you get back up on the dock, it's super easy because you're, I did this last time. I can do this again. Yeah. Let me go a little bit higher. Let me go a little bit faster. Let me do something a little bit different to make it more intense. We're always we're always craving that that excitement, that that unknown. And so many of us are unwilling to to make that change to make Mm -hmm. the jump and this is your calling this is this is why we're here if you're listening to this this is your moment to realize and be like okay i've been really thinking about starting a business i've been really thinking about pursuing a vacation goal i've been really thinking about buying that new car that new house take this opportunity take us telling you that this is the time this is your time to shine this is your time to write that goal down and make it happen because nobody else is going to do it for you yeah it's 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 really scary you're going to feel moments of maybe this isn't for me. And that's normal. I think any entrepreneur can really probably relate to that. But at the end of the day, really kind of what this boils back to as well for me is not only was I not feeling fulfilled, but I think I can contribute a lot of this too to losing my parents and thinking like, I want to make them really proud. And Losing my parents so young, young, I also realized, you know what? Life's too damn short. Life is absolutely too fucking short. I, I would give anything to have them back, but I have learned one of the hardest lessons from losing them. And that's that like, you have to do whatever makes you happy. And people aren't going to understand that. People aren't going to always support you in that. You have to support yourself and you have to find people and the the ones that do support you hold them really close because I would not be able to do this without Armando. I wouldn't be able to do this without my best friend. Um, you know, actually a few of my best friends have been so supportive and just my number one cheerleaders. Oh my gosh. Like, you know, Ariana was a really big 
contributor to me even pursuing this, like even starting this. My girlfriend, Nicole, allowed me to use her as my guinea pig, my first ever client. She really just went all in, trusted me 100%. She was my first transformation. She looks absolutely amazing, you know, and all of these, and there's so many more people too, but all of these people have supported me enough to believe in myself. At the moments where I didn't think I could, their support pushed me that much harder to say, maybe I can. It let me hold on just enough to keep going because there is moments where it feels like it'll be easier to just wash your hands of it and walk away. That's normal, guys. I think that's really normal in pursuing anything scary because you're outside of your comfort zone. A lot of times you feel like you're walking in the dark in a room you've never been in, hoping hoping you don't hit your shin. Like, that's basically pursuing any type of dream. You can make educated guesses, but it's hard. And it's, but at the end of the day, it's, it's one life. You get one life. And like, what does that look like for you? Like sit down and really ask yourself, what, what isn't filling me? What's not serving me anymore? And you have the power to change it. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be terrifying, but it's going to be worth it. And I'm not telling people to go out and quit your job. I'm not <laughs> saying that. Don't do that. But but if that is your goal, set then, a plan. Then create a plan for yourself. And just like we talked about in the beginning is like, you have to work for it. You cannot just want it and think that's going to be enough because it's not enough. You've got to, but but a big, big piece of it is believing in yourself and believing that it will happen. Because if you don't believe it, you know, a lot of times we feel like we need to convince others. Like, oh, that'll do it. Like convincing others. But you just need to convince yourself that it's possible because that's who has the power to quit is you. So you have to convince yourself that you are going to do this, that you can do this, that you're capable of doing you're this. you're good enough. Yeah. And, th- and then have a small group of people that support you because you're going to have weak moments and that's normal. But it's, it's just about never give up on your dreams because literally the whole saying of YOLO, you only live once, that shit is for real. You only live once and you literally never know. I could get in an accident tomorrow and die and I will die knowing, you know what? I was following my dreams. I was doing what made me happy. And if you can't say the same thing, you need to make some damn changes because it really is. And like, not even just that, like when I think of the example that we're setting for our kids, they have watched both of us fail forward the so last many times. Gosh, the last eight years. Yeah. They've watched us struggle through and we've shown them the struggles. We haven't hid them from it. We've let them see that it's hard, that it's difficult. You know, I've felt more mom guilt in the last year than I have ever in my life because working two jobs has been really tough, probably even more than, you know, me not sleeping enough, me being exhausted all the time, me working so many hours that I can't even see straight. More than all that, my kids have paid because they haven't had their mom present. And I feel so bad for that. But now 
I get to show them like what it looks like. If you want something bad enough, sometimes there's a season for like really fucking grinding and then you can have it. And Armando did the same thing. He let them watch him struggle to get hired on and now he's hired on. And now that doesn't mean the golds quit for us. That doesn't mean that we slow down. Now the it's just, okay, what's next? What are we going to do next for Armando? It's his dream of where am I headed? Like, what's the next position for me? What do, what kind of department do I want to work at? What does that look like? For me, it's growing my business. Okay, I want to help more women. How can I provide even more value for the people that I already have? Like, these are the things that we're readjusting our sales to. It's not sl- like, oh, I achieved it. Now I'm done. No, it's just now I've achieved it. How can I make that grow? Yeah. How can I grow myself even more? How can I make those make it goals even grow? better? Exactly. So it's never, it's ne- you're never, never done achieving your goal because you can always make it better. Yeah. And I think too, just some final notes that all, I kind of have a list of some things that I feel like are some takeaways that I've had through this journey is, you know, other than the ones I've already mentioned, is that you're not going to, and I kind of already talked on this one, but you're not going to be able to please everybody. You're not going to be everybody's cup of tea when you're following your dreams. And that's okay. It's okay to outgrow situations. It's okay to outgrow people. It's okay if you're doing it in the pursuit of what is best for you. And I think that's important because people won't, like I said, people won't understand your dream. And you have to like, and this comes from me because I'm a people pleaser. I am such a people pleaser. I've gotten so much better. But at the end of the day, I have to remember like, what do I want? What do I want? Because sometimes we will literally make decisions on the feelings of others that wouldn't do the same for us. And how is that fair? That's not fair. So you have to do what you need. The next one is you're going to learn how resourceful and how amazing you can actually be, how you can do things that you thought like, holy shit, I can't believe I just did that. And this is one of those moments for me. Growing my business to this point even makes me just like, holy shit, like, I can't believe I've done this. I can't believe I've made it here. I'm just kind of in shock some days when I think about what I've done up to this point. And I'm not, I don't even feel like I've grazed the surface on what I want to do. And oh my gosh, like now that I've proven that I can be an entrepreneur and do really hard shit and figure things out and fail forward, there's so many businesses I want to start <laughs> that I have to like, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's do one at a time. Yeah. Let's do one at a time. <laughs> but it's, it's just this feeling. And that's the feeling guys of doing something and proving to yourself that you can do it. It just like, it just grows in you and creates this burning fire that I can't even explain. You know, for my parents out there, you'll, this will be a good comparison for you. When you got pregnant, people likely told you, oh my gosh, the love of a parent is something like nothing of other. And you're like, okay, mm-hmm, cool. But once you hold that baby in your arms or your child, you look at them and you have like a proud child moment. Like what I think of is watching Isaiah hit a home run. Gosh, I'm getting emotional again. What the fuck? Watching Isaiah hit a home run in the World Series for baseball 
that was like one of those moments as a mom that I was like, nobody could fucking take this moment from me. Like I am so proud right now mm-hmm. and like holding your child for the first time and seeing them and you're like, holy shit, I love you so much. And I just met you. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those, that is the comparison of the fire that burns inside of you when you actually prove to yourself what you're capable of. When you feel like you start to actually graze your actual potential. That's the feeling. Next one is you'll, you'll realize how much more you have to offer to the world. Because I'll tell you, I really pride myself in my business that I truly care about my clients. I was texting with a client that has already graduated like last week I think it was and she sent me this message and was like I can't believe how much you care about people and like I just have so much respect for it and she sent me just a really sweet message and I can't think of everything that it said right now but that moment for me just her saying that I was like wow you know and I know that but her saying that I was like I do though I really do care you know, cause I was just checking in on her and she was like, wow, you truly care and you have so much to offer. And I'm like, and I don't even feel like I'm giving everything that yeah. I should. You know what I mean? Like here, she's like looking at me going, holy cow, this is so much. You're doing so much. And I'm, I'm thinking I'm barely doing enough. You know, you just figure out I have a lot to offer the world. And that is selfishly really fulfilling. That's such a good feeling to feel that way. And, you know, at least in my line of work, having just an impact on people's lives is so fulfilling. Selfishly, it's so fulfilling. Um, You'll really learn to the true meaning of what it looks like to have faith. Because when we're pursuing something, sometimes you're going to feel like every little thing is trying to stop you. And you're just going to have to have faith in the process and say, you know what, you know, like last fall when I was like, maybe this isn't for me. A lot of that self-doubt was creeping in. Thankfully, Armando was there to say the fuck it is. You are not going to quit this. I'm not letting you. And so I had to have faith in what I, I was doing it from a good place. Like I truly want to help people. Like I'm really doing this for the right reasons. And think if I would have given up back then. Mm -hmm. All the clients that I've helped between then and now wouldn't have been helped. Yeah. And that to me is enough to keep me going. You just, you really learn that there is going to be ebbs and flows to everything. It's the yin to the yang. Everything has to create balance. I truly believe that you have to have the lows to feel the highs. And Following your dreams will teach you that lesson. If you haven't learned it yet, it will for sure teach you that lesson because it's going to be hard, but it's worth it guys. So if you have something that you've been thinking of that you are like, I really want to do this guys go all in because I'll tell you, you know, just like I remember at Rachel Hollis's event, her talking about people being like, oh, it must've been nice for your first book to blow up. And I think she had like 12 books before that. And she was like, no, this is not an overnight millionaire. Like you think this shit has been hard. I have been working 
And a lot of people don't see the behind the scenes or all the work that goes into things. But guys, when you're standing at the top, you know, this is something too that I always think of when I go on hikes. We're climbing the mountain and I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? This is so hard. Like my legs hurt. I'm, I'm thirsty. I'm hungry. I'm miserable right now. But then like you get to the top or you get to the lake or wherever you're hiking to and you're like, this is why. This is why I do it. Because it's such a fulfilling moment of like, wow, how beautiful. That's what following your dreams looks like. It's hard. It's really hard. It's a climb. It's difficult. It's going to, you're going to be like, why am I doing this? But I promise for that moment that you're reminded it's worth it. There's a lot of work that goes into it, but it's worth it. I promise. Yeah. That's all we have for you today. We appreciate you listening to this. It's a little bit longer than our normal episodes, but there's a ton of value. You got a little bit of story, a little backstory. You got to, you're getting the opportunity to celebrate with Kelsey on her huge achievement and just be prepared to see her grow and see her grow so much more and help so many more women. So thanks for tuning in and we will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. If you like this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings, in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondofarius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.